3: so the long run our official podcast live stream from the 40 runs running community thanks ever so much for joining us again and now our regular time seven o'clock on a friday episode six we're still going they've give, still kept us going we are not been closed down yet um yeah busy night tonight lots going on um i'm joined by the founder of 40 runs running community Chris Ford,
0: his
3: corporate hat he's in um Producer Toby's in. He's going to keep us all on the straight and narrow. Al's back after his brilliant um, soiree to the Tom Jones concert last week. We'll be talking about that. And we've got a special guest. We have um, 40 rounds volunteering guru, Paula Frost, who's here to have a chat about um, her involvement in the community and things that have been going going on off the road. It's a big volunteering week and a big running week this week because – it's the London Landmarks Health Marathon, which I'll be running. Chris is running and no doubt quite a few of you will be doing as well. So once again, thanks ever so much for joining us. Um, you can file your questions to us in the normal way via Facebook. But please log into the feed and then we can give you a name check. So um, please uh, feel free to uh, contribute whenever you like. And um, Chris, how's your week been there, mate?
1: Yeah, busy, busy as always. Uh, Super excited about this weekend, actually. Um, Weekend starts here, people. Uh, Friday, 7 o'clock weekend starts. But yeah, I'm really excited about this weekend uh, with London Landmarks. Bit of park run tomorrow, hopefully, if I get up and I don't lay in. Uh, Yeah, because Gunpowder's back, back, isn't it? Your local Yeah, exactly. Gunpowder is back this week, so I'm trying to get over there tomorrow if I can. And then, yeah, then Landmarks, on Sunday so I'm super excited about that um lots going on as always busy busy week um but yeah I'm I'm really excited really to have Paula on to be honest with you
3: (laughs) yeah yeah we love getting it we love our guests it's the best bit isn't it you don't want to hear about us you know you want to talk to people who might be actually able to say something a bit interesting talking to a person who's interesting Al's back did you miss us last week mate no 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 He's,
1: he's, he's gonna gone. miss us this week by the sound of it he's gonna miss us bless him and he's made a special effort as well with his landmarks if if you're not watching um if you're listening to this on the podcast alan's worn his london landmarks yellow t-shirt today mm. which i think is interfering with his wi-fi which is why we can't hear it
3: i think what's interfering with it is his mute button oh he's got his mute button. i think he's not concentrating
1: Oh
3: maybe but there you it. go I, think, I was going to pull him up actually because um mm. I saw Chris you put up a um you put up a post asking people about what their um favorite record was the favorite tune was to cross the finish line yeah and now produced dance with me tonight by Ollie Mears I know I, I what's I all think, that about
1: well I think it's probably because he's trying to get hip and down with the kids you know when you get to Al's so, age you try and like sort of recreate your youth and all that kind of stuff. Apparently, Ollie Merz is performing tonight. Um, yeah, he's at
3: Newmarket. He, he, he's gone the wrong week. See, apparently. Um, but, yeah, no, I think Alan was trying to reconnect with his, with the youth. Um, well, he wants to try and reconnect with us first. That would be a touch, <laughs> wouldn't it?
1: Listen, <laughs> he's had a busy old week, poor Al. Leave him alone. <laughs> we can't hear you,
3: Al. We so can't hear you. I can't We're just going to look at you all night, which is actually quite <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. So yeah, what we're going to do at night mate, we're going to we've of now with, the big news is that we've now got an email account. Oh yeah, this could be dangerous. This
1: this could be dangerous people. We've created an email address because um we thought what would be kind of cool is that if you guys if you have a chance, uh send us in some um comments, questions basically because we haven't got enough content of our own. We thought that well, you We could can't make anything it up um so yeah if you could if you fancy email us we've already had some emails coming so thank you very much to everybody who's already emailed in and we will get round to all the emails um and we really do appreciate it but yeah if you've got something you want to talk about you want to come on the show anything really running related maybe not even running related um anything
3: yeah now we had a cracker the first one didn't we
1: yeah the cracker the, uh, yeah yeah uh, where is it? Hang on, I'm going to get it up I'm going to get it on my phone because it's probably easier Because I don't know about the technology in terms of Me reading it and, Yeah, just um,
3: yeah, talk amongst yourselves for a minute Yeah folks. right, okay, here we go
1: This is from Mark Jones, stand by people Lovely Mark Jones, this was our first email We really appreciate this We might even get fra- this frame Because this could go down in the long run show history
3: We'll put it, okay. yeah, we'll yeah Sell it right.
1: at Christie's for thousands Right, here we go Hi guys, I always listen to your show at the start of my long run Box tick. So somebody's listening to us while they go off and do their long run. So thank you very much, Mark. At least one of you's listening. Um, question is: I've been running about three years. Did London virtual marathon? Well done. And in training for this year, uh, I lost a few toenails. Why? <laughs> few toenails last year went black on my last run before the ma- uh, the marathon. Um, uh, and I went out on Sunday, did my first half since last year, and the other big toe is gone. So he's a bit concerned why he keeps losing toenails and why they go black. Um, He's got his gait done um, and he's got shoes that, you know, not even going a hundred miles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, he he also had a go at Toby, which I actually was the main reason why I'm reading this email, by the way, tell Toby as northerners do behave when we go down South. So this is a bit harsh, actually. This was me. Yeah, Toby's upset all the Northerners. So, anybody living north of what should we say, Northampton?
3: Broxport. Watford if you, Gap is always the north point.
1: If you want to have a go at Toby, his number is 07876 Give him a call and um, give him a hard time. But, yeah, so people, let's start with Paula. Paula, have you got any experience of toenails falling off? Can you help or advise
2: Mark Jones on what to do about his toenails? I've only had it twice. One went black, one did come off. And on both occasions, my solution was nail varnish. So when it's black, just paint it. And when you lose it, just paint the skin. Nobody knows.
3: Ah, top, oh, tip disguise. top yeah tip. mine are horrendous I know I know why I did I, I my toes are awful and I know why because when I started running because I didn't think I know what I'm going to start running I'll get on YouTube and I'll watch a few 40s videos and then I'll know all about it I didn't do that as well I just dived in head first went straight to the shop thought I'm a size 10 that'll do I'll stick them on I'll run in a pair of white cotton socks and a pair of sort of size 10 shoes instead of a pair of 10 and a half and 11s my toes got crushed in training for me first half marathon and they've never been the same since. But I do take it as a bit of a badge of honour.
1: Yeah, it's it's a funny one. The amount of posts that you see about people posting about their toenails <laughs> and pictures of them. Because like, we all want to see the pictures of your toenails hanging on. But, you know, e- everyone's totally entitled to post up pictures of their toenails. Of black people, but really, I've got no advice apart from... <laughs> The only other thing I would say, and it is a top tip for marathoners and marathon trainers and half marathon, is is this is gross by the way that we're talking about this, <laughs> is to keep your to keep your toenails cut all the time, all the time. Mine, mine, I'm constantly cutting them. I don't let them get a hair width longer than they need to be, and I keep on top of them. And because it is one thing that that can drive you nuts. No, I've never lost any of my toenails. And maybe right. that is because I'm constantly cutting them. And, guys, can I just say, I still can't believe that the top of the show is ten past seven and we're already talking about toenails. <laughs> well, it's a good job nobody's having their tea, isn't it? It's a bit like nobody's watching or listening, really. So that's, that's the other positive as well. So, no, I think that's the only bit of advice I can give on toenails is, and it was a tip I was giving years ago, is to keep my toenails short because... <laughs> It, it I have can. heard it
2: can be to do with your feet, though, because apparently some people's, just the, way, the shape of their feet when they run, it just automatically hits the top of your shoe. So it's, for some people, I think it's just part and parcel of it, unfortunately. Yeah, look, I'd like to
3: think I'm not to blame for my predicament at all. I don't it's think it's your some own. some sort of freak of nature, <laughs> really. Look for a shoe with a, now this is going to sound silly, with a high toe box,
1: because, I'll give you an example, the Nike Pegasus 38, has a higher toe box than the 37. The 37 was narrow, so what they did was they also increased when they increased this year's shoe, they increased the width, but they also increased the height. Now that can be something because some some shoes uh I'll some shoes oh. have have a flat quite a flat toe box. See the height of the toe box? But other well, shoes, no,
3: I'm on my long run I can't see it. Other shoes
1: have a high toe box. Do you see the difference in the height in the toe boxes? Yeah, if,
3: you say, if, if you're out running and you can't actually see the pictures, there is – Chris has got a black trainer and a red trainer. Yeah, I've got other. red. And one of
1: them is, red, is quite – Yeah, A6 Blast 2. This is the Saucony Triumph. Yeah, I think the new version, whatever they call and,
3: it. And the space on the black one is quite pronounced, much yeah. bigger. So, you can the see left. the difference, no? It's quite interesting. Yeah. So look for a, a shoe – with a high high toe
1: box, and actually talking about looking for shoes, I'm going to plug something. Tomorrow on the channel, on the YouTube channel, um, there's a really cool video coming out that is for, I filmed at the Asics uh, shop it, store in London, uh, and, and I wasn't paid to be there, um, but it, it's a it's a it's quite a, an in depth video. The lady who I saw there is like a is just like a genius. This. I can't remember her name but she was incredible and the detail she goes into about getting your gait analysed what you should be looking for in terms of pronation non-pronation and what you should be looking for in your shoes I would I would almost it's quite a long video I'd almost like stop it and watch it back because there's so much information in there but it is a really good video my camera work just as a heads up is terrible because I was filming it filming her and I was so engrossed with what she was saying that the camera kept slipping <laughs> <laughs> hashtag product. Production team, I should be like the running channel and have like three people come with me and get paid by Garmin. But I'm walking around, I'm just holding this my Garmin and because I'm so engrossed with what this lady was saying, it just starts going like this. <laughs> but the information that she says is unbelievable. Seriously, what she was telling me about gait analysis, watch the video tomorrow. It is
3: brilliant. Really is good. The woman was was a genius. So massive plug there. So baby. I think we've covered toenails there. I think we've given... Um, no. Mark was here. Good service there on his uh, thanks, Mark. Tone oh, out question. Thanks in, ever Editing. so much for your question. Um, should we have a? We'll have a quick chat about landmarks, and then we'll have a chat with Paula because it's all sort of related a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, everybody seems the whole group. I've not known it for months. Be so buzzing as it has been for the last couple of days about the landmarks. Yeah, everyone's think, charged for it, aren't they? I think it's. I mean, it's a it's a big event. It's a special event. I think because of
1: the amount of money that it raises for Tommy's charity. I think that's, you know, the, the big thing we need to, you know, recognise what is it is an incredible charity and the money that they're going to be raising for that. So that's, that's amazing. I think the event for me has a similar vibe. I wouldn't say it's um, exactly the same, but it's a similar vibe to Great North Run in terms of, the atmosphere that it does create because there's a lot of stuff on course and and things like that. And I think the landmarks people over the years have done a fantastic job of of building the event to where it is now. And I think because it got obviously canned and to come back now, and it's the first sort of big half marathon in London um, with all the people and that kind of stuff, I think it's going to be rocking and it's going to be buzzing. There's a Yeah, there is a lot of us. I would say there's probably a couple of thousand people from the 40 Runs community doing it. Um, I've asked, really, I don't think we should be doing, you know, we do love a meet-up, but I think this year I think it's it's not in tune with what the organisers are asking for, which is, you know, please everybody turn up when their wave is and do the run. So try and avoid mass meetups and all that kind of stuff. So unfortunately, uh, we won't be having a mass meet-up, which I think is the right thing to do this year based on, on whatever it, uh, or whatever's going on. But if you are seeing, you know, anybody else from 40 runs on your way around, make sure you give them a big shout out um, and, and, you know, look out for people in your waves uh, and that kind of stuff. But I think it's going to be a great event. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm mainly excited, one, because uh, me, Amanda and Jenny will be on the start line. Um, oh, you and, and your mates. And two, drop that in. And two, I just all I want to do is get to see Paula and her team. That's the only reason I'm doing it, is to see Mm. Paula and her team.
3: So, Paula, what are you up to then, your team?
2: So, we're really fortunate. We're actually on the finish line. So, uh, when you cross that line, um, hopefully with big smiles on your face, we'll be there to give you your goodie bags, which will contain your medals and your T-shirts. So, yeah, we get to join in your celebrations at the end, and we can't
3: wait. So, how many of you are going to be there?
2: We've got about 20 of us. Going for this one, because there's a, we've got quite a big, big team going, which is uh, uh, really good. Um, lots of newbies that have not volunteered with us before, as well as some people that have done uh, other events with us and some people from back when Runs originally started. So it's a really good mix and uh, really nice to meet some of the new members. Obviously, people have joined during lockdown and we've not had an opportunity to, to meet in real life. So really
3: looking forward to seeing all of them. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a big thing as well, And it, Chris? Everybody's, you know, it's the first time that people are going to see each other, really, apart from on screens like this, doing uh, Matt's quizzes. Yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, as
1: I said, I'm so excited. I've, I'm going to lose oh. it. When I see everybody, I'm going to lose it. You're all going to hear me. Every time I see one of you lot out there, I'm going to go nuts, right? I'm just free warning you now. I am going to proper, proper lose it. You're going to be able to hear me. It doesn't matter if even if you're on Wave 7 and I'm 6K down the road, and I see one of you, you'll be able to hear me from there. I'm going to yeah. go. Yeah,
2: to be fair, every time I've seen you at a race, or when you've crossed the line, I've been volunteering, I can definitely hear you long before we see you. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: wait. I'm so excited. I'm honestly <laughs> pumped about seeing you guys at the end. Mm. It's, it's 99% of the only reason I'm doing this event is so Alan could put the medal around my neck.
3: It's going to be like a Alan? ceremony. It's going to be like Tokyo. Oh, <laughs> oh it's gonna it's gonna be you know it's, it is gonna be good to get back out there it? what sort of you know chris paulie you've run it before as well haven't you you know what sort of um what what's in um what's in store for people who are coming down to do the race for the first time
2: uh, i actually think it's one of my one of my favorites um it's normally and hopefully still will be really really well supported um one of the things i loved is as you're going around they've got because it is the landmarks. There's facts as you go around so you kind of there's stuff to read um just yeah the whole atmosphere the way people are joining in with each other it's it's just a really really fun event and the medals are epic they are pretty special those medals so uh, there's lots to
3: look forward to for those that are actually running it yeah it's yeah, I'm, it, I'm looking for the medals, for, the medal's really, like it, exactly. it's a shard isn't it yeah, this year it looks like it's going to be hanging halfway down I, you know i'm sh- I'm sure it'll be great once I've seen it, you know. But you know, lots of are people yeah. very enthusiastic. So, yeah, I've seen them. They open up on a hinge. I think yeah. last year's was yeah, that, yeah, last year's did. was um, the dome of St Paul's, wasn't it? Last time,
1: something like that. It was something. It, and, and they've then, done one with who,
3: the uh, London the
1: London Eyes. Been one <laughs> that was it. London Eyes. <laughs> yeah, the wheel. Actually, and, if, and another thing as well, because uh, Big Al's wearing it. The t-shirts are pretty decent as mm-hmm. well. Um, so that's Have we way. got Al back yet? Are you in now? No, we, we've lost him. He's, he's just he's a spectator. I think he's just looking good. He's increasing the, the sort of, what's it, The how good we look on YouTube at the moment, just yeah, having him on. The aesthetic element. Him, yeah. He just looks good. He
3: always looks good, though,
1: doesn't he? Yeah. Let's be fair. Oh, we've got to answer the question. Because he's uh, he's posted on YouTube, where is it? Training for London in Cornwall, and due to hills, it's tough to always hold the pace on the hills. Uh We have a most What would you advise? Now, Paula, you're a machine. How do you go up those hills and hold your pace?
2: It depends what I'm doing. If I'm trying to, it depends how, you, how I'm training, to be fair. Um, your heart rate will always go up if you hold your pace, and it will be tough. Um I was taught at one point to sort of move your arms in a more upward motion because your knees will follow. So that helps and makes it a bit of a smoother run. Um, Big breath at the end and recover and use the breath to recover once you get to the top. But a lot of it is just digging deep to hold that pace and just, yeah, just digging deep or slow it down so you're not dying at the other end so that you can keep, because there's nothing worse than you get to the top of the hill and you've put so much in that actually the rest of the run falls apart because you've you've overdone it at that point. So if you have to drop the pace back just a little bit, so that once you go over the brow of that hill, you can pick it back up and and really power through. Sometimes losing those few seconds up the hill is worth it to, to be okay on the other side. Yeah, I think you're right, actually, what you said about driving your arms. I mean,
1: the biggest that's one of the biggest things to, when you're going up the hill is, is to use your arms to drive you up there to maintain that pace because they will drive your legs. Um Also, try not to tilt too far forward It's the other thing. Try and think about pushing your hips forward and getting your back a bit straighter. That will help you maintain the pace up the hill. Um, But it is about keeping that consistency in your pace up the hill. I think if you can find that rhythm, you know, that we always talk about, find that rhythm going up the hill, that will make it easier. But, yeah, definitely use your arms to drive you up there um, because that will get your legs engaged and it will keep you going up there traveling.
3: I'd there imagine as well from a um, sort of psychological point of view the fact you're doing the hills you should get take so much out of that that it should encourage you that you're you're working hard and you're getting great benefit from the um, from the training that you're doing so it should help I'd imagine it should boost your morale and um, help help you push on as well but if you've done hill training in Cornwall
2: once you get onto the flat of London you'll be flying
3: yeah that's what I mean These machines who do all this
1: training on these hill sections and that, they they will absolutely be buzzing when they get to a flat course like London. (laughs) So I hope that answers, Adam. I know we took our time in getting to you, but we got there in the end. Yeah. Good lad. So Paula,
3: Paula, can we talk about sort of like the volunteering, you know, a little bit more detail on that? How did you first get involved in doing this?
2: Well, this is a bit of a weird one. So it all started back in 2019 and we were all at Big Half having a whale of a time and taking lots of photos and making lots of noise. And we noticed that the uh, volunteers all had bright pink jackets and uh, in true forty style and pink. We decided we wanted a bit of that. So we were trying to work out how we could beg, steal and borrow pink jackets and basically found out they were given to the volunteers so we started doing a bit of investing we wanted yeah. to jackets we did get some didn't we we ended up auctioning them okay. so we, we managed to find somebody who had some spares but um so i was like oh, there's got to be a way to do this so I made contact with london marathon events and they said yeah yeah not a problem if you'd like to come forward so i got back in touch with chris and said look they're, they're willing to have us as a volunteer team are you happy for me to pursue it see where i can get and in true chris style he's like yeah go for it and uh we uh, got a slot for the next race, which they were organising, which was the Vitality 10K. We put out a massive team of volunteers um, and we were on the finish line again then. And uh, everybody got pink jackets and we managed to bag a few spares that, again, we auctioned off for the uh, charity at that point as well. So that's where it all started. Basically, we wanted free stash. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, so, is there any, are there any limits on the number of people who can come along and be in the group?
2: No, normally the organisers are are pretty – want us to have as many as we possibly can. They normally set us a minimum number that they'd like us to try and provide, and nine times out of ten, I'm always going back to them going, oh, we've got more than that, can you increase our team number? They're always willing and happy for us to have more people there. We've never had to turn anybody away so far, which is something that we'd never want to do. We're an inclusive community, we never want to turn people away. And if you, for whatever reason, you're not able to run, whether you've you're going to have to have a DNS. Um, come and join the volunteer team. It's it's a brilliant way to be involved if you're not running it. And,
0: and we've got sometimes... Big, there
2: sorry,
1: hey, sorry. We've got to give a big shout-out to the other um, yeah. people that help uh, help Paula because we've got Kate, Mel and, and Paula. Just run us through our, our elite team of volley organisers. Give them a name. Big shout-out. Yeah, you so, so you've got the
2: lovely Mel, who uh, most of you will will know, Knitting Queen, um she does guessed, a, a number of guessed. she does a number of uh different events and then you've got kate who's another big member of the community Huge. um and she's got a few different she's got quite a few different events that she organizes we're just kind of muddling together we've got a, a little messenger group so who's available for this one who can pick up this race and things like that and we bounce ideas off each other we tag people in posts and we know we're looking for volunteers and things so yeah we're, we're quite lucky as a community we've got there's three of us that try to cover as many races as we possibly possibly can so that we can always have people there supporting our runners
1: it's amazing i mean i remember was it the fulham 10k as well you guys were on the baggage drop there um, yeah we basically that was a kate one,
2: wasn't it
1: yeah we owned the place i mean we just i bowled in there Started giving everyone a hug behind it. There are people who other people are going, What's going on? What's this geezer doing? But it was just it was incredible. It really is. I have to say, I think we are well, we're, we're amazing and awesome and unique anyway. But to be able to put these sort of teams of volunteers into these races and events is is just yeah, giving something back, doing something awesome. I think it just it absolutely says everything about the people that are in our community and in our club. Um you know, from all walks of life coming together and just just being awesome. I think it's incredible and I think it says everything about all the people that are involved in 40 runs that it's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. But we've got organizers
2: reaching out to us now because originally we were we were contacting them saying, Oh, can we come along? We'd love to be involved. And now we've actually got races coming to us going can you put a team out we've heard about you we've seen you at events will you, will you come and volunteer for us so uh, yeah we're now being approached which is a really nice position to be in and a huge credit to the the people that turn up and volunteer they they make noise oh. they, they're always smiling they're always happy and uh, it's noticed by organizers so that's why we get to keep going back and keep getting approached
1: Jonathan Craig's my favorite he just <laughs> I love I love seeing him he's he's just quality there it's yeah. like, just I can't wait to see him on Sunday. He's just, everything about 40 runs he is, he's amazing. He literally encompasses it, doesn't he? Bless him. I just, I love him to bits. He was there at the Skyathlon. Just turns up, does his thing. He's he's so self But how on the volunteer stuff, Paula, um, do you guys, you know, obviously we try and blag as much free stuff as we can, but do they, do they sort you out with, like, race places or do they sort you out with, like, discounted races? Do, you know, how do they help you out? Yeah,
2: we get a few different things. So some of the events will give you a free place at a future event, which is, is really good, especially for some of those hard-to-get hard, hard to get events. Um, Vitality, they, gave, they give a donation to the club, so it helps keep our community going and puts the money back into to our community. Some of them, it is just for the love and the free jacket and T-shirt and things like that. Generally, you will always get fed. Uh, that's normally a, a given you get a pat lunch um so there's a whole host of different perks uh one of the ones that i've been talking to recently and uh, they are looking at a reward system so you get basically volunteer credits and you can change them in for certain things so uh that's limelight and um, but it depends on what races they do london landmarks but that one you don't get it for because it's it's quite a popular event but some of their, their lower key events they do volunteer credits for so not only do you get the heartwarming satisfaction of doing it seeing all your 40 friends there was actually some extra free bits and free races in it for
1: you as well i remember i didn't i couldn't run big half um when it was last on but i was at the start line and all i could see was our crew there like, <laughs> that it was was like, brilliant. I, I was wading through all the 40 runners who were like ready to go running and then i was wading my way through the volunteers who were getting our runners to the start line and then i was then shouting and chatting with all our Volunteers who were on the start line. It was just, it was, it was just amazing. We was just like rocking it out, totally, total, fully runs to take over the big half. It was epic, absolutely epic. Oh, Al's back. You all right, Al? No, no, still. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. The signal at the old people's Zone, We you need, are. we need to get Virgin Media round to
3: the old people's Zone and help help them out round there because
1: they're struggling, aren't they?
3: That's so, Paula, what do you think you get? out of it personally in the whole volunteering
2: thing
3: um i do love giving
2: back i love racing um but i know what when i'm racing and when i'm struggling what those marshals what those volunteers that person that congratulates you when you come across the line and gives you the medal i know how much that means to me so i do love being able to do that for somebody else as well and and, and that part of it i also love seeing our our fellow four because You get to the races, you're generally nervous beforehand, or you've queued for the toilet for three quarters of an hour. So you only have five minutes to catch up with everybody. And then you're off and you might run around with people and have a chat. But when you're volunteering, you're with that group for for hours. And it's lovely. You build some really good friendships. Um, You get to have a good chat, a gossip, share stories about Chris and some of the weird stuff he's been up to over the years.
3: (laughs) Plenty of material there.
2: Yeah, plenty. So it's it's the community part of it it's it's the the scene everybody i'm quite a social person i love a chat anybody who knows me or runs with me knows i love a chat so uh i just enjoy that bit of it really
1: yeah i think again that's up, that sums it all up really actually we've got a question uh, paula from lynn um i know the answer already but um how do you volunteer how, how if if somebody wants to uh, get involved in it i know, i'll let you answer it but i know, i kind of know the answer but yeah go on
2: What we tend to do is put posts out on the the Facebook community. Um, Any of the volunteer coordinators will do that with as much detail as we know at that point. So what the race is, the date, rough start times if we know it. Um, But I must admit, as the community is growing bigger, sometimes they get missed because there is just such a huge volume of posts. So what we do try to do is go back and bump them up a bit and we try to tag people. So if we know you're interested, we try to tag you in those posts as well. So I'm more than happy for anybody to to message me or DM me and we can just try and keep a mental note or I might have to start doing a post-it note system so that we can tag you in these posts so that you know when they're coming up. Um, but, yeah, normally it's just on the Facebook community. So we will try and tag you if we know it's something you're interested in.
1: Amazing. Oh, that's- Absolutely amazing. Yeah, thanks, Paul. I think that's the, that's the keys. I know it's hard because there's so much traffic um, on the group and stuff. Um, but yeah, if you can, I try and put them in. I mean, Kate and Paula—they all nudge me to pin them to the announcements. So as always, um, you know, just keep your eye on the announcements. That's that's the other way of doing it. Just keep your eye on what's going on in in, in the Facebook group on the announcements, really, and then get involved that way. But it, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, right. So
3: whew, I'm exhausted. Just so, I'm still I'm still shocked, to be honest, about the toenails. Um <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, it's one of these things that we have to talk about. It happens to everybody and, you know, yeah. we shouldn't be I'm shy about friends. these sort of things. We shouldn't be, uh, you know, worried about talking about such issues. So um we've got a lot going, a lot of messages, a lot of questions coming
1: tonight. Yeah, you people are, are buzzing. You
3: guys are smashing the hell out of it tonight, uh, which is good to see. Oh. Now, we were going to have a chat, weren't we, Chris, about the cost of races is something that you've been looking at. A couple of days. You want a couple of days on this one? How long how long's, are you allowed to upload to Spotify? I- now, yeah, we were going to have a bit of a debate for this because we're doing landmarks this week. It's a big event. It's in the mm. middle of London and it ain't cheap. No. Um, it's inch. Right. Hang on. I'll
1: because I did, as always, I'm well prepared. And um, I did I put a thing up on the YouTube channel as well as in the group about the cost of races, right? It was quite... I did a couple of polls this week to find out. And the consensus is, effectively, people are thinking along the same lines as me that they're too expensive, right? And there's, you know, other kind of things like uh, the ballots are no good and, and all this sort of stuff. But... The issue I have, I mean, I would put landmarks aside, and I'll tell you why I put landmarks aside. Because, and maybe I'm again, people, please put in your own own views on this landmarks. That money's going to charity, right? So I reckon, and I've got absolutely no idea on this, so I'm basing this purely on everything that I'm picking out this guy. But I reckon out of your what is it seventy or quid to is to do it? I've got we've got some numbers, have not we? Sixty. And-
0: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Quid
3: I pay. Yeah. So, but
1: I yeah. reckon out of that, 50% of that is probably going towards the charity. So by the time they've paid probably a million quid to close most of London off in terms of road closures and and all that insurance and things like that, um, you're probably talking half of what that ticket is actually going to the charity. So mm. for me, I don't have a problem with that, right? Uh, if if the charity is directly benefiting from the from the ticket, and especially COVID and all that sort of stuff, I think some races. Are absolutely taking the Mickey in what they're charging. Royal Parks, all right, that's a cherry, but I think that's taking the Mickey. Um, it's a great event, really, is a fantastic event, but they know that they're going to because it's a ballot. They're going to they're going to rinse you for that. I think it's a liberty what they get what they're charging. I think Asics 10K, all those Asics events, and I love the guys at Asics, but it's actually I think it's a limelight job now, in it Paul? I think Asics, but limelight who took over from Virgin. They're taking the mickey in terms of what it costs. If you look at people, all right, they've got different cost base, right, and they're shutting off London, which, again, you know, road closures in London's a lot of money. But road closures anywhere cost money, not just focusing on the London events. But what they're charging or trying to put onto us now, I think, is a little bit of a liberty. I think what well, they should look at people like Runthrough, who are doing an amazing job, right, who are giving you options in terms of Like someone said about this the other day about like Ryan here. So you pay for like your ticket and then if you want a t-shirt, add your t-shirt in. If you want to pay for a pair of socks, a pair of socks. You know, you can you can scale what you're getting. I think to me that makes a lot more sense and it gives a different entry point because a lot of people have got into running over COVID and lockdown, right? And maybe they're looking to do their first event. I know we've got part run, right? We've all got part one, which is five, you know, which is free and it's 5K. And that's awesome. But maybe someone's gone through couch to 5K and they're looking to step up to, a, to do an event. And, and they see a ticket price of 45 quid. And they're going, oh, tight, that's a bit strong. You've got to get there. Yeah. Right? You've got transportation. And I'm not just saying for London. I'm saying because Cambridge is an absolute Mickey take as well. What they're asking to run around Cambridge. Now, Cambridge is a nice town. It's lovely. But what they're asking you to run through Cambridge, to be honest with you, is daylight robbery. Um, it's not like it's some like big like event like you know that's like I don't know everyone wants to do Oxford, that's another Mickey take in terms of what they're charging. I think they need to bring it down, make the entry point lower, and say right, guys, do a run through because they are just amazing, mm. and say right, well, it's going to cost you twenty five quid, but you can have this, this, and this, and this, and you can then scale it up. Because then it, yeah. it opens it up to more people. That's what riles me, is the fact that you're taking it out of the hands of people who can't afford to do it. And why should, Why is that the case? I appreciate they've got costs. I appreciate that all the event organisers got absolutely annihilated during COVID, right? I, I totally understand that. I, and I feel for them. We do races and events. So I totally feel for the people, especially the smaller ones, like great companies like Active Training World and people like that, the race organiser, smaller companies like that who do a fantastic job. But they've kept their price points, like, affordable. So Mm. I just, I'm sick and tired of seeing Limelight and all these other big races going, you know
3: what, it's going to cost you 50 quid to do a half marathon. I, I just think it's a liberty. See, I've, I, I, put a ma- I put a message up on the um, group just to say to people, you know, what are people, what, what are folks paying for? So, and to be honest, there are regional half marathons, that are, you know, twenty, twenty-five quid. Which, you know, there was, I think it's twenty-two pound to do the Windsor Trail, twenty-two to do Bedford, twenty-three to do Stevenage. But then the big ones are expensive, aren't they? Yeah, and I, I mean- think. I think sometimes people – I mean, I've spoken to people at work who have sort of, like, gone down the couch 5K and then looking forward to feeling, and I'm saying, well, do you fancy doing a half marathon? Then? And they're like, well, yeah, when is the Great North Run? Because they think there's only one. Mm. You know, they don't yeah. realise that people like Run Through and ATW and people like that are doing all these great events yeah, great where you can have a go company. and you can do this sort of stuff. You don't have to do it in the middle of London.
1: Yeah, I mean, Great Run's another company that, you know, take the mickey because, they, you know, they're doing these big events, but they're, again, they're taking out. The Brighton Marathon, 70 quid. 70 quid, Brighton Marathon. What's that all about? I mean, what, I mean, it just defies logic to me. Why are why they, how they get, Well, I know they're how they're getting away the with it because we're all stupid enough to pay it. <laughs> Myself included, right? Yeah. But um, it's, it's like, yeah, someone, Rachel, 40 quid to run around a wildlife park.
0: What's 5K. What?
1: 5K. No, that's, right. what I'm so, saying, that's what I'm saying to you. It's, it, at some point, right? Someone's got to turn around and say enough is enough. I totally understand the big events, right? Maybe there's a ballot, and the only way you're ever going to get to do it, like Royal Parks, is you're going to have to cough up, uh, remortgage to get your entry free and do it, right? Maybe you go down a charity route, and you're amazing, and you raise some money for charity as well, and that's that's incredible, right? But a six ten k. Cambridge Half Marathon, Oxford Half Marathon, Great right South Run, all these others—they need to look at themselves and they need to look at what Runthroughs doing, what active training, were race organising, some of these smaller guys who are out there doing it, and they're and they're doing it absolutely right, and they're they're they are getting more runners together because they're appealing to everyday runners, and it's just mm. I'm just so annoyed about it.
3: I think it's it, the trouble is that it's a you know it snowballs because like. um the Great North Run will say, oh, well, we're the biggest half marathon in the world. Everybody wants to do ours, so we'll charge more. And then the Liverpool Rock Up and Run will say, oh, well, we can be as big as the Great North Run. And oh, then we'll Liverpool, do that. And then it just comes, it just comes down and down and down and down. And everybody's ch- charging premium rates. I mean, I had, I got fleeced by the um, Royal Parks, really, because um, I entered last year. Obviously, it was called off. And um, they said, well, you can do it virtually. Or you can have a place in October, and it's sort of like, well, it's a week before I'm doing the Yorkshire Marathon. I'm not going to do that, but I couldn't get me money back. I had to run round, you know, run round my own way. Yeah, you know, to get a t-shirt and a wooden medal.
1: It, yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, they put the medal aside because I understand all that. It's, it. Yeah, it's disappointing, right? I know I've ranted and raved about it, and and I'm, you know, I'm not saying I'm right on this. It's just one of those things. I just you get. You want, you want to do certain events and you'll pay up occasionally. But when they're, when they're constantly coming at you with this money and it's just getting worse and worse and worse, I just think at some point you always think, you know, come on, guys, you're now starting to take the mickey. I say put landmarks to one side because, uh, you know, because that is all about Tommies and, and and the raising. I mean, what was the big half, Paul? Have you got any idea what that was?
2: Big half was, I can't remember what it was now. Some Yeah, it's about forty, isn't it? I mean, in that ain't
1: you know that's livable to a degree. You know, it's a London Marathon event. You're running part of the course, running around London. I'm not saying London's the be all and end all, by the way, people, because I'm not that saying at all. You do get to go over Tower Bridge for that as well, which is you do get to go over some of the buzz buzz of London Marathon. If you're ever going to do that, I think forty quid for that scale of event, you know, twenty or thousand people. I think that's actually, you know, reasonably priced. It's when you start creeping over that for, you know, Oxford and, and Cambridge. And I'm not digging Oxford and Cambridge out because I've done all of the events there and they're lovely. You know what I mean? Um and and you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, I think, yeah, like Chris just said, there's great local races out there in every area. It doesn't matter if you're up in Scotland and you're in Wales, you know, Swansea half marathon I was in Swansea the other week, fantastic, you know. And you know there's races all around the country
3: that aren't taking the mickey um so I think that's the message really isn't it that there are there are there is there are great little events some quite big events that are on your doorstep where you can experience running a marathon running a half marathon and you can go out and do it paula do you think it's a better idea to have um sort of like top up ryanair style um yeah I... entry fees
2: yeah, I do actually. Um I've got quite an epic collection of T shirts. Doesn't quite rival my leggings collection, but it's not far off. <laughs> but um some of the, a lot of them don't even fit me. I'm 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 not blessed with height. So so many of these T shirts I get that I pay the premium for, I never get to wear because they don't fit. Um and probably a very unpopular decision. I've got certain medals I've got that I love. The rest are sat in a box. I look at them, I wear them when I cross the line for probably a hour and then they sit in a box so for some of these things after a while how many t-shirts and middles do you need there's certain ones that i love and would never sacrifice on but mm. yeah i think having a top-up style especially for some of these events you go because you want to run with friends you want to go and have a laugh not exactly. really fussed about all the exactly other bits yeah. that go with it but what i would say a lot of the local events uh i know one local to me sublime racing which put on amazing events they do sort of Peterborough Marathon, 10Ks and everything else. If you volunteer for them, they're one of the companies you get free race entry for. So it's definitely also money is something that you you need to look at. Look at what volunteering options there are with these companies and quite often you can get a free place, especially with the local ones. So you kind of get the best of both worlds as well, then yeah Kate
3: Nicklin she wrote that on the Facebook saying that the benefit of volunteering is that you can get future entry for for races costing fifty pounds or more. Some of the ASICs runners this year using their volunteer places from 2019. Mm. So if it does seem a bit steep and you are desperate to do it, you know, if you think a bit more long-term, then uh, there are options.
1: Yeah, I I think it's absolutely right. I'm with Paul on some of that, you know. I would, I, (laughs) the the run-through races, I mean, I pay the money basically to eat the flapjacks. Um, That's, I, I would happily sack the medal off for a double flapjack. Just put a flapjack round my neck. All right, it won't last very long. But I go, like, Paul, I go to most – well, I go to 99% of the races, unless I'm there filming, like, this weekend and stuff. But I will go nine times out of ten just to go and meet you guys. I mean, that's the only reason I go. I, I don't give a monkeys about the time or, or you know, what I'm doing, the medal, the t-shirt. I couldn't give two routes. It's I'm just going to meet up with you lot. That's, that's definitely the thing I'm most looking forward to is seeing people this week. Maybe that's what they should do. They should put an on the on the options – you should have race entry, 10 quid. Then you have five a T-shirt, five a medal, 25-pound, metre 40. How's that? Yeah. I think everybody would do that, wouldn't
3: they? Absolutely. Yeah. Be a bow. Okay. Right. So, um, well, I don't know where Al's gone, so it looks like it's going to fall upon me to um, do the lightning round this week. Ah, oh, Paul, are you nervous about this?
1: I am a little bit, actually, yeah. I don't know why, but... <laughs>
3: Ah, it'll be fine Honestly. it's a good job. I wrote the questions now from last week, isn't it because uh... you,
1: you wait until you see the graphics that we've got they're unbelievable. has it changed no they they took they took all of I reckon what to a minute to create, maybe um it was a minute to create and then half a minute to spell it right if I remember correctly yeah, yeah, actually the first time we had it, this is how good we are. we actually or we
3: when I say we mm. Uh, I'd spelt lightning wrong. Yeah, he said it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Look at this. Look at this. Two minutes before he showed it to me, I said, "There's no e in lightning, mate."
1: <laughs> as, as always, ambitious but rubbish. Here we right. Roll the titles, boys. Roll them.
3: Oh, it's just me. Oh no, here she is. Great. <laughs> Okay, Paul. So there's nine questions. So we we'll start with the first one, which is your bucket list race.
2: Probably never ever going to happen. Love to run Boston Marathon. Uh, love Boston as place to visit and crossed the start line whilst I was
3: there. wasn't a runner at the time, but was intrigued. But yeah, n- not really sure I'm ever going to get there, but would love to run Boston. So, we get get training and get that time. You never know, idea. And um, pre race breakfast. Porridge.
2: Normally Potting normally en route on a train. Uh yeah, one of the ready made pot
3: ones. Um favourite distance?
2: Love ten miles. Oh, Yeah, do like a ten mile race.
3: So where where would you do where you done ten miles?
2: Uh Bunting for ten, Stort ten. Oh, yeah. yeah, both both brilliant events. Not it's not common. Fen ten, not common distance to find but do love 10 miler
3: I think we'll be a few months until we find someone else's favourite distance is 10 <laughs> miles so that's great um, Nike or Adidas I'm a Brooks girl I've got
2: a big collection because I like pretty trainers um, I actually haven't got any Adidas though so of the two I'd have to go Nike because I've got a few pairs of Nike but as a I keep coming back to my Brooks ghost
3: yeah me too um, favourite brand of running shorts hmm
2: I do love my Ron Hill Marathoner shorts, but I've got a pretty epic collection of keys as well. So uh, depending on the mood.
3: <laughs> Coke or Pepsi?
2: Don't drink fizzy drinks.
3: Oh, very good.
2: Yeah.
3: You and Cristiano Ronaldo, that's very good. <laughs> uh, so what, what, what would you have as an alternative? What's it, sort of like fueling your runs and things like that? What would you like to drink?
2: Um, do you drink way too much coffee? Um, but, uh, for runs and stuff, I just use my electrolytes and things, but yeah, I'm a squash girl, very squash. weak squash, very unexciting. Uh, summer or winter training? Oh, summer. I hate the cold. I am always cold. So, uh, I'd actually rather train in the summer.
3: Road or trail?
2: I love both actually. Uh, I've done both, so... Depends on depending on the mood but yeah happy on because you you've done
3: an ultra haven't
2: you yeah i did a trail ultra yeah
3: where was that i uh, did
2: stort 30 uh so along the river stort. It was one of the few events that took place during covid it was very bizarre at that point um and in true style it was very very wet and very muddy and i spent most of my time trying
3: not to fall in the river. <laughs> Yeah, us in Hertfordshire, we tend to get a bit of wet weather there and yeah. Your one song playlist
2: Oh um, I don't know actually, that's a really tough one um, well, I don't know, what I could listen to continuously
3: Do you listen to music when you're out running or do you podcast or do you not bother?
2: For long runs, I tend to listen to podcasts I
3: find Like podcasts, us, obviously
2: Obviously Um No, I do. I prefer, prefer, especially on long runs, running to to podcasts. I find uh, with music, I speed up and slow down based on the track and then that just plays havoc with my training. Whereas, so yeah, I don't, I used to always listen to the 40 runs playlist, but yeah, it's uh, because that actually keeps it at quite an even tempo. But um, yeah, I'm more of a podcast runner.
3: And finally, when you're volunteering, do you prefer giving out medals or doing a water station? Medals, definitely prefer
1: being at the end that's great thanks very much amazing well done. Well, but that went I pretty start. well didn't it I can breathe again now <laughs> i think actually a couple of things i picked up on there one 10 miles good shout good race a 10 miler mm-hmm. um that is a good shout and the other thing is as well the fact that she gave an amazing plug for the 40 runs playlist on Spotify. Well done, Paul! <laughs> it is an epic playlist, <laughs> which is free and it uh, is. on Spotify for anybody. A,
3: a, the whole thing—if you could run, for, you could run for two days to it, couldn't you? Oh, and it's about yeah.
1: 48 hours long. It's but huge. Yeah, there is some random stuff on there. People. There is I some, mean,
2: but things that you go, oh my gosh, what a tune! I Haven't heard that in ages.
1: There is some prop. I was I was buzzing along the other day, and it was some like. Oh, some real random country on it. It was like Garth Brooks or something. It was, I mean, I ain't got nothing against Garth Brooks. I don't mind a bit of uh, the fun, the rolls, and all that occasionally. But believe me, mean, that was hardcore. So uh, yeah, so well done, everybody.
3: Check out a good plug. check out the Spotify. Playlist. Yeah, while you, so while you're on Spotify, you're downloading the long run podcast.
1: Match. Natch.
3: Download t- download the um the list to. Uh, good thing. Well. Wow. So um somebody says Adam says you'll pay a hundred pounds to meet 40.
1: It'd be the worst money you've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> Spend it out, bro. Can you believe it, mate? Look, listen to Toby, right? Oh, by the way, we've it's got not an true. Absolute, We've got a belter of a video coming up with Toby in a couple of weeks. Um where he's got these soppy, soppy water bottles in a hydration <laughs> I don't know my right, oh For the podcasters, I'm getting up my um hydration. So Toby and I did a long run the other day, right? <laughs> And he turned up and I've got my NEG uh, not paid uh, vest on screen for people. Everybody can picture it, this because they've water, all got one. You've got these water bottle things that you can put in these pockets. Again, I'm doing this for the purpose of the podcast where you can put your water bottles in. Now, most normal people, right? And I don't count myself in that bracket, but most normal people. So basically Ian and uh, Paula would put like a normal size bottle in there. You got to do your long run job done. I turned up the other day. A matey boy rocked up. He's like a cow with two udders. He's got these, they're like water cannons coming out. And all I did was get wet for 16 miles. They're spraying me all over the place. They're like just flopping around. You watch the video and tell me whether you'd put up with that. I could, I could have killed him at the end. Can I just bring a point out though? Is it, who refilled whose bottles because they had extra water? Have you got evidence of this? Was is it on camera? No, it got edited out always always got uh, always got edit out you know we edit anything out like you did uh, the other week but we could put in but yeah he was he was driving me nuts absolutely nuts the other day and then he started telling me all about how the water was sitting nicely on his his honestly so
0: yeah
1: um, I'll meet you for free you don't need to pay honestly it would be the worst biggest letdown of your life (laughs) <laughs> they say never meet your heroes. Yeah, I'm not one of those, trust me. But you never know, Port, good up for uh, Amanda and, and Jenny at the weekend. You know, they're getting it for
3: nothing. They're going to love it. They're going to love it, <laughs> me and the Paps. They're going to love it. What do you like around famous people then? Do you um... hate it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because uh, you turn up and then you're sitting there, they're, they're all looking going, who's that geezer? What, what's that all about? Why is he all dressed in pink? And you're seeing you know, it. You haven't got a convo with them because it's most of them, I would say, and I don't know any of them, so this is totally unfair. Most of them on those sort of days have got, you know, people who are blowing smoke up there, you know, so they're a little bit. They're not themselves. They're they're not in a comfortable zone, so they're not acting like themselves. So they're all obviously a little bit prickly as well. And it's just, I don't know you get you get some of these celebrities who are just nice people. You know, genu- just genuine people. Mm-hmm. And then you always get a couple of, you know, and, and I, I just hate it. I, I, I generally, honestly, hate that. And I, and I feel anxious and I feel uncomfortable around all that. I'd much rather um, be with my people. <laughs> 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 be, be, yeah, keep it real. I'd much rather, I'm a man of the people. Do you know what I mean? I'd much rather be at the
3: back shouting, oi oi, 40 runner, and all that sort of stuff. That, that's just me. So you're in wave one. I'm in wave five. I'm with Petra in her dog suit. Yeah. Oh, Petra. Petra. I really hope for Petra is not. I'll hot tell you what. Sunday. It's been the rain. i have been in London today. The rain's been banging against the windows. So um, I think it's going to be all right, though. As far as August the first could be, if you're going to run in a dog suit, I don't think it's going to be too. But is a question. Right. Random question of the cast.
1: Oh, by the way, big love to John, um, John Purchase Sharp, who's given us a super chat. But um, if her suit gets wet, I'm guessing it's going to get heavier.
3: Right? Well, this is she was saying this when we was um, she came. To, um, I was talking about it when she came to Harvard the other week. And um, she said, oh, yeah, people have said to me, oh, God, you know, well, it might rain. And she's like, I don't want it to rain. It's just going to get even worse. You know, it's going to uh, be hanging what's, on my head. What's, you know, what's worse, the heat or the rain adding weight to it. I don't know.
1: I tell you what, we need to get Colin big pink dress on here because you know, that thing that he walks around in London weighs God only a couple of stone. I think he was telling me. Um, But again, if that gets wet, um, I remember seeing Colin when we did that London marathon, it was like running along the surface of the sun. I don't know how he did that. I mean, he's he's my hero anyway, but then to do that as well, he's, I mean, he's even more of a legend, but so I'm, I'm, I'm worried for Petra because if it rains, is, is it going to be worse? I, I don't know. And should, does she like, like, what sort of treats does she like? What do you give, a, a, you know, a dog dressed, some dog, you know, is it Haribo or is it dog biscuits? That's the other thing you need to think about, right? <laughs> at the end of <laughs> yeah, the day. It's a like carb loading, is it? If when, you have dog when biscuits. When John Grigg gives her a medal, should he also give her some dog biscuits and a bowl of water? And a pat on the head. Yeah. And a <laughs>
3: Rub belly. Don't rub my belly, John. <laughs> Don't rub my belly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's going to be a great occasion. I'm I really looking to see,
1: forward to it. I can't wait to see everybody. I think it, I think it's going to be epic. I'm I'm so so pumped. Um, I'm even. Oh, actually, I'm. Just, look, Alan's back. He's
3: with. I should we give him one last go? Come on. Alan. Can, we Can, Can we start again? Hey! 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 Hi mate, Alan's
1: made
3: how it the long run. Is it any good? I have to listen back. Uh, it's, seven, Ow, it's seven. it's o'clock British Summer Time, not Greenwich Mean Time, mate. Uh, Sorry, I, told you I was
1: in a different time zone. That's what. Oh, is it
3: meal time at the home? No,
1: I turned the Wi-Fi <laughs> yeah.
3: off at eight. Yeah, he's got to get back to the beetle drive.
1: Oh, it's nice to have it. Oh, Ow, it's, it's like, not well a time
3: without you. It's two weeks now, Al. You're going to have to come back big next week. So you're volunteering, are you, on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, I'll be at the finish line. Yeah, yeah, looking out for all the foldies. Oh, looking forward looking to seeing forward you, to mate. It. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah.
1: I can't wait. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him the the biggest hug of his life when I get through there.
3: Well, I'm recovering from injury. Stab oh, wound. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's. Um, Okay, just we have got two. I'll I'll finish that, and then we have got to get you a question. But basically, Alan, we was doing the um, the kids in the week, and we gave the kids the javelins. But the the, the and we had <laughs> uh, we had young Sam right, and young Sam rocked up with his javelin. But it's it's one of the uh, Paulie you'll know from the athletics club, the junior javelins, right? So it's not got the sharp end, but it's got like a hard sort of plastic end on it. And Alan. Most of the other kids are just throwing it and, you know, they're having a great time throwing it. And then Sam steps up and he's probably about, I don't know, half my size. And he pulls his javelin back and he just launches it. And Al was standing so close and it just went bang in his stomach. I've
3: oh. <laughs> and and oh got to
1: review <laughs> the risk assessment. It sounds like
3: saying our Game of Thrones or something.
1: Oh, it was so good. <laughs> and Sam's face went like, <laughs> I can't shine the podcast, but basically thought he killed Alan. <laughs> I need time to recover. Oh. oh, quality, absolute quality. Right, so we've got we've got a couple of questions. Look, here we go. Um, hi, on a marathon, would you recommend setting your units to miles or kilometers? Okay, let's go around the room first. Paula, miles or km? Miles.
3: Tobe? miles. Ian? I usually do KM, but I'm going to switch to Miles for Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Alan uses an
1: Abacus, so that's KM's okay. KM's because
3: they go quicker. Yeah. Now, I, me
1: personally, I'm – no, this is going to throw you proper out. I use KM, but I run with Toby, who uses Miles. So I'm actually – technically, I'm using both. It's kind of cheating. I like kilometres because I like to stay on top of my pace. So I get a quicker reading – because if I it, what I tend to find with a mile and, and Toby, you would actually back me up here. I tend to drift in terms of my pace. I go it'll go slow down or speed up because I get out of kilter with with a kilometre. I find I can keep an even pace better. Is that true, Toby?
3: Yeah, I, I think we quite enjoy it running together with you and the kilometres and me and miles. Between us, we've always got both of them to look at and we're always yeah. shouting at each other. Really, it does. It I does diff- kind of I, help. But, so I, I definitely try... think it. I definitely think it helps. Like, if you're sorting out, if you're trying to manage your splits and things like that to do kilometers rather than miles, because if you're not doing, if you're, you get a much better indication if you're doing your splits, kilometers splits, say on a five k race, and then rather than you're only going to get three if you do miles. So I just think that helps. But I will, I'll probably go for miles on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I think everybody's got their own opinion. I think it's whatever, whatever works for you. About me personally, yeah. I think um, KM works for for me personally to keep my pacing in check. And that's really because, well, that's if I'm running to pace. A lot of the time I run into heart rate. So that kind of throws it out anyway. So then it doesn't really matter too much anyway. So hopefully that answers that. Have we got any, um, oh, hang on. This is a good question for Chris Grantham. Have you seen this, Tobe? Throw that one out. I've just seen that at the bottom of the feed. Have you seen this one, Tobe? Or did you miss it? One last question, because this is probably our last question, because I know paul has got to get going, because she's got to go and get packed. All those golden tickets, are we last talk about So, um, <laughs> one last question. Um, who decides the routes with you and Toby on your long runs? Now, the reason I picked up on this is, Chris, I'm going to let you in a little secret. Basically, from today onwards, we argue about it for the whole week. So, we'll do a long run. And then between now and the next one, we'll argue about what pace we're running, what distance we're running, and what route we're running. And then Toby usually wins the route, and I usually win the pace for about the first kilometre. Is that fair, Toby? Uh, Yeah, I normally win the distance. Yeah, and he actually basically wins all of it. Because what tends to happen is, is I start filming, and I, I could be anywhere. I could be running... I could be running circles around my house. I wouldn't know any different because I'm talking nonsense to the camera. I'm taking the Mickey out of him and I'm trying not to get run over or hit by a dog or attacked by a dog. Another story. Um, So, yeah. So I would say, actually, it's Toby. I hope that answers Chris's question. But Chris, if you've got a marathon route, send it through to Toby because he'll probably take it apart. Because every route I decide to do, he says, no, we can't do that.
3: You won't go up any hills, though. Yeah,
1: that is true. I do. I do. That's why whoever said about paying £100, honestly, it's not, it's really not worth it because all I do is mum.
3: Well, I suppose, well, we've ticked over an hour, so I suppose oh. we ought to wind up. Spotify you know. charges more. Yeah, oh, that's it now. Yeah, we'll have to um, get our begging bowls out when we see everybody on Sunday. I'm just glad Alan joined us. Yeah, it was great to see. First of all, thanks very much for Paula for. Um, yeah right, that,
2: was Aww, that was great thank awesome.
3: you for having me loved it absolutely <laughs> all it was all great and
1: actually big love to all the volunteers this this sunday and for every race and event that they've ever done or they're going to do for us thank you to all the volunteers Man and we enough. have big
2: half coming up so anybody wants to volunteer who, big half who hasn't put the name down send me a message
3: yeah look out for the yeah. messages and then um, get involved people because you know it's a great thing to do and uh we love you all. We can't wait to see you on Sunday. Um, so, yep, that's your lot. We're um, back next week. Hey, I've got one more thing. Go on. I just want to shout out to
1: anybody doing a bushy part run this weekend. Make sure you don't lick
3: or nick your um, barcodes because Mill. Yes. Be your code. Don't lick it and don't nick it. I'm I'm probably making my debut at Bexley actually tomorrow. In okay. your part uh, run, run. Yeah, enjoy your part run. Looking forward to seeing everybody on. Um, on sunday look out for um i think there's a few wave meetups that are hovering around so keep your eye out for your particular wave if you want to meet a few people um i think there's drinks going on saturday night as well so um well, yeah if you to want to meet us. people don't forget to email us and yes email what's we'll it what's it? Ah, oh great somebody to put the uh, address up there long run show at gmail.com so that's happening all the time. Just bang us a message and then we'll pick them up and then we can talk about that next Friday when we're back at seven o'clock. So um, we'll be uh, live on YouTube, but also um, you can download us on a podcast and get us at all the usual places like Apple and Spotify and Google and wherever you get your podcast. At really, so you'll be able to download us. And um, if we don't see you on Sunday, um, we'll be back next week. So stay in touch. Send us your questions, and we look forward to seeing you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Have a good weekend.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.